What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronis. What's up, Adam? How's your Wednesday going? Because I got to be honest with you, man. It, it can't be any worse than my day has been so far. It definitely has not been that bad. Uh, you know, did my NBA <laughs> articles today. Uh, big slate, so feeling good about... Uh, gave five props out tonight. I usually don't do that, but, you know, feeling pretty good. Big slate. I uh, got a nice walk today. The weather was nice. Uh, it's going to rain all day tomorrow, so got to take advantage of it. And uh, watching the Mets as we record, and they are actually up two to nothing. So uh, I guess I'm having a better day than you so far. Yeah, well, I guess so. on the on the downside, I do have to do a show with Fensley tonight on Sirius X <laughs> Fantasy Sports Radio. So it's going to end with a thud. It's going to end with a thud. Um, yeah, my, my whole day has just been one thud after another. And, you know, it was kind of funny, too, because it all started at like three in the morning when I got this email, uh, you know, asking me to cover a couple of articles today. And I was like, ah, oh, man, at really? At 3 a.m.? What if you were sleeping? I was sleeping, but I, got, oh. I, I ended up hearing it. Oh, my God. The Marlins are absolutely destroying Charlie Morton right now, by the it way. Easy to see that coming. Was it, though? No, it wasn't. I'm being uh, sarcastic. Jazz Chisholm hits a, a three-run home run right as we speak. Wow. This is the rest of my day here. This is the yeah, rest of my sure. day. More I, had I, to be a popular play today in DFS, right? He was. I put him in the fucking value vault. Goddamn. Because, I mean, he was like, he was 7,600 on DraftKings. Now we see why. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is just utterly. Yeah, the, you know, it's baseball, bro. This stuff like this happens, man. McCullers has given up three runs. Mm-hmm. Musgrove is actually kind of struggling. He's only given up one run so far, but in the fourth inning, he's given up four hits and two walks to the Pirates, so he's hanging in there. But, yeah, sometimes, uh, unfortunately, you get days like this. Mama said there'd be days like this. There'd be days like this, Mama said. Is that, is that what you're going to do? You're going to sing me cliche songs now? No, I, I didn't even say anything. I didn't bring up moms at all. You invoked <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Get off moms, because I just got off of yours. Ah, but a Thank you. I'll be playing the room all evening. Yeah. Well, so I'm sitting here and I'm watching that, and that's just that's just the perfect cap of the day. But I'll, you know what? I'll say this because <clears throat> this plays right into to my narrative here that um, what you would call it that that playing DFS is is garbage in comparison to uh, to to just straight betting. Garbage, 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 garbage. And I'll, and I'll tell you why, right? I mean, well, I'll tell you what. You see, we're, we're only three minutes into the show here. I'm going to go nice and quick and thank our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight, for the wonderful job that they do. The DFS site you guys should be playing on, big shout out to them, and here's why. <laughs> do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports, too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, 
one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. So, you know, this this is what kills me. And maybe, Adam, I mean, maybe you can talk me down a little bit off of this, but I, I don't even know if you want to talk me down or if you would want to talk me down off of this. But, you know, I sit there and I do the value vault on a regular basis over at Fantasy Alarm. And, yeah, you know what? There are some picks that don't hit, like today, Charlie Morton. Um, that didn't work out very well. Neither did Max Freed. Braves pitching just looks like shit right now. Absolute shit. But, you know, here's the funny thing is, though, is that I hit on a couple of uh, of, of value hitters, right? Akil Badu, uh, Nick Solak, um, Miles Straw yesterday. He had a good game, stole a base. So, I mean, I found value in it, and, and, and I put together a decent lineup. And, you know, I, I put it into a, a $5 single entry, you know. So, I mean, it's not a huge field. It's not a tiny field, but it's not a huge field. Um, and, and I, you know, I, I three X my money, barely three X my money. Right. So, okay. 15 bucks there, you know, and I just played props on the players who I was looking at for my lineup and put on, you know, put like three bucks a prop, five bucks a prop, right. Easily would have won. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm like at the point right now, it takes so much time and so much energy to put together a DFS lineup in MLB. And I respend I spend half the time researching and analyzing for my player props and my and my picks. And you know, I mean I'm 5 and 0 for today right now with, you know, I'm waiting on the Phillies money line here, but even if I lose this one here and I'm 5 and 1, I'm still turning a profit much easily, much much easier than I would be if I were playing DFS. Now, football DFS, I enjoy. I have fun building a lineup for that. For for NBA and for uh, for MLB DFS, dude, uh, I, I feel like we're just spinning our wheels here. Uh, unless you're like, a, unless you're you're a multi lineup player, and you're one of those guys who has that bankroll that you're max entering like ten different contests. So that you know at some point you're going to hit something, right? You know, whether it's once or twice a week, you're still going to end up turning that profit at the end of the week because of the way you're playing. And I feel like that's just what the the DFS world is right now. Idiots just chasing prize money that they're never going to hit. And you could be doing so much better with with, with just, you know, with, with a good offshore book. Uh, If it's not legal in your state or if gambling is legal in your state, just playing that way. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things to talk about here. Number one, you got to understand when you play DFS, you're going to have those frustrating days. And it's just part of it where things aren't going to break right. Uh, The one thing, I guess, with DFS, obviously depends on your bankroll and what you play, but obviously you can win a much bigger payday. You know, you can make four or five figures on a small buy-in where you cannot do that in sports wagering. Right. I mean, unless you're doing five team parlays or five player prop parlays and we know those are not profitable long term. 
but you do have more control over the player props in sense of, you know, you make the decision and you're playing against the house. Uh, so you can do both, but if you find one is more enjoyable, then you can always shift to it. So it really depends on what you want to do. I mean, for me, I've played way less NBA DFS this year, and it's really because of time. You know, usually in the afternoons, I'm doing the the lines and totals for NBA article and player house. So that takes time. And then with the NBA, you've got to really pay attention to every last second. Like the Clippers today, they already had ruled out Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Serge Ibaka's been out, and Beverly's been out. So you're like, okay. And I almost wrote up this player prop, and I did it because I found ones that I like better. But I'm like, I should probably write this up. And I did it. It was Marcus Morris. He got scratched right before the game. Like, you know, so, like, there were people who probably had him in the lineup. He was one of the value plays. I don't even know what his salary was, but I got to imagine it was in the 5K range, and he was going to see a massive usage rate. And people probably set the lineup said, oh, yeah, he's not going to be scratched. Everyone else is out. And now he's scratched. And the Clippers have been fucking doing this for feels <laughs> like a month or two now. They, there was one night where Paul George, Paul George ruled out the day before. And then, like, a half hour before the game, yeah, he's playing. I'm like, come on, man. So people go through that with DFS as well. I mean, obviously, it's much more worse in the NBA. But, yeah, that's the one part of DFS is you're just going to have days. And it's hard for people that are used to having success. I mean, it was, it's was it been hard for me when I because I don't like to lose, and I hate losing. And when you have a lineup that just implodes or isn't good, it feels like shit. And you're like, damn, man. Uh, it doesn't matter how much the entry is. It could be five bucks, and it bothers me. But that's just the way I am. So people have to figure out what they like best. Um, and you're, and you're just going to have frustration and, you know, tomorrow you might be like, you know what, I feel really good about this lineup today and you just brush it aside. It's the same thing in betting too, though. You could have a bad night, you know, you go one and three, uh, you lose two player props by a half. Um, and then it, you feel bad, but you understand, all right, tomorrow's a new day, start fresh, forget about it. And that's part of what has to happen in DFS and sports wagering. I think it comes down to, for me, I think it comes down to the time and energy that you have to put in to building a, a, a good MLB DFS lineup, right? And I mean, listen, I get it. You know, you could, you could, put, you could play in a $100 entry contest, single entry, and, and you could make, you know, $2,500, $5,000 doing it. You, you could do that. During football, I, I mean, that, that was, I, I prayed on, on, on FanDuel all the time because I just, I would do that. I would play the 25 or the $50 single entry contest and I'm winning like, you know, $1,500, 2000 I'm winning 800 whatever, you know. So it was like that. And it was, you know, easier for me to, to build the bankroll. But I, I just, I feel like, you know, the way DFS is set up right now, if unless you're going to grind it out playing cash games and, and you know, there's, it's, it's easily doable there. Uh, well, I mean, it, it was until now we're like all, you know, we're, we're fighting lineup trains on a regular basis nowadays um, in cash games. But if you're, if you're just, if you're happy putting in, you know, into a $5, you know, 50, 50 and, and you make, you know, $4 off of it, you know, you get the $9 at the end. And so you're netting $4 and you do that, you know, 20 times, you know, in a day, you enter that many contests and you cash in all of them, then you're, you're putting 80 bucks in a day in your pocket, right? Okay, fine. I guess to me, it's the, uh, the time and the energy 
um, of, of really of putting that, you know, putting it in and then having to sweat out, you know, these, these, you know, going up against the, uh, the, the people who use the, uh, the, the lineup generators and the, and the algorithms and, and just, you know, the max entry, like you're never going to get, you're never going to win, you know, I mean, chasing that, that, me, you know, mega multi-entry GPP. Like, I mean, your, your odds of that, I mean, you might as well just play the fucking lottery, right? Go, go to this grocery store uh, and buy a hundred dollars worth of scratchers, right? You're probably better off doing that than you are to, to put in, you know, 10 lineups at $10 a piece in the fucking Millie maker. Like, I mean, that's to, you know, it just, it blows me away. And I just, I feel like, you know, again, like I said, for football, it's different. I have fun during football, right? I mean, it's, 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 you know, you, you track the players throughout the week uh, and you do it that way with baseball. It's that daily grind, you know, and there's so many other things that you're looking at there as far as, you know, matchup data, lefty righty splits, home road splits, this and that, what the bullpen looks like, and you know, yada 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 off of all of that, that I would just much rather just keep putting my money in for the for the bets and make it happen that way. And and I think that that's I mean, for baseball, that's really kind of where I'm turning, man. I mean, I'm sitting there like, you know, I'm like I'm scouring for for this shit for the value vault. That's like really. I mean, is it is it really? You know, is it is it worth it that much? Is it really going to happen like that? I don't know, man. I mean, I know I'm speaking out against the business here, and it's you know, uh, uh, at some point I'm going to get that you know the red phone's going to ring and be like, ah, oh, how are you screwing up our subscriptions here, <laughs> right? But but I mean, I'm I'm trying to like I'm trying to help people, right? I'm trying to teach people, you know, to stop chasing the million dollars. That it's you know, I mean, that's just not going to fucking happen. You know, the more you do it, the more you do. I mean, listen, if you're going to grind it out in cash games and you're happy just slowly building your bankroll, then great. But I mean, have you met anybody, Adam, who's like, yeah, man, I love it. I'm a, I am a straight cash game player here and uh, and I profit every single season. I make like, you know, an extra like three, four, five hundred dollars, you know, a season. Yeah, again, it's different. It's different for everyone, and also you don't have to play every day either. That's the one thing, you know. So maybe it sounds like maybe you should only do baseball two, three times a week. Maybe you shouldn't grind it out every day. No, by I'm the just way, betting. That's it. I'm just betting. Okay, well that's fine. By the I way, I haven't speak, even played that much. Of... I haven't even played that much DFS in MLB because I'm like it's, you know, I'm I'm just I'm profiting much more doing uh, doing straight bets right and now, and that's fine. Um, I don't know if this. Sh- Ah, you know what? We're going to have the discussion here. I've actually had this uh, discuss uh, a thought in my head. I'm kind of I don't understand why we do the value vault because most of those plays are in the playbook. So I, I kind of feel like it's not all all the time, but a lot of the plays that I see that I'll I'll do my value vault, then I'll look and see in the playbook, and a lot of those plays are in there. So I kind of feel like it's an extra piece of content that really doesn't need to be there. And for the NBA, now MLB, NBA, it's a waste because a lot of the times more value opens up later. And I feel that it actually hurts the person who's consuming the product because if they are reading the article at 3, 4 p.m. and not paying attention to what's going on later, they can come back and be like, why did you have this guy in there? Well, I didn't know Trey Young was fucking sitting when I wrote my article and he was ruled out <laughs> at 630. Yeah, so now the backup point guard, and that's what happened yesterday to me. 
So just a thought on that, but especially with the NBA, because there's too much last minute news. And we obviously can't post the articles an hour before lineup lock because then less eyeballs see it. So I just thought, I'm like, the valuable just seems like it's just an extra piece that doesn't need to be there. So that's just my opinion. Um, I mean, I think I'm wrong. I mean, well, because it, it does, it, it depends. And I'm like, I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at today's uh, MLB playbook right now. I'm looking at the, uh, at the players and there is no mention of John Gray in here whatsoever. I, I kind of well, like, could it be different for baseball because the slate is bigger? There's a lot more games. Well, It could be. Fun. Yeah. That's, that's one of the reasons why, I mean, and, and because see, here's the thing, the difference between MLB and NBA, um, the slate's bigger. There are a lot more players from which to choose. Um, and you don't get that last minute, like shit all over a lineup, like you get in NBA. So you could be sitting there, you know, and, and you put out the value vault at, you know, two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon. Right. And then the, uh, and then the playbook comes out like an hour later because the person who's working on the playbook, um, you know, has, uh, you know, is seeing more of the, more of the news, I would say, but, like it's the the thing is like it's not supposed to just be about you know the cheap guys like it's about where the best value is like for example um I have Marcelo Zuna in the value vault today right because I mean, his price on DK is is you know real way up there but on FanDuel it was like super low and that like that's the goal of the value vault to show you certain things like that, you know, pricing on the different sites, um, as well as guys who are, you know, yeah, you can fill it with bargain players, of course, but, you know, there could just be like a good mid-tier guy. There could be a guy who's normally, you know, priced up. There could be a guy who's normally sitting there at, you know, 10,000, a pitcher who's sitting at like 10,000 who, you know, had like two rough outings, three rough outings. And, you know, all of a sudden you see the matchup and the matchup is like super tasty. And this dude is like, you know, he's like the sixth most expensive pitcher instead of the, uh, the most expensive pitcher. And that's where you're getting your value. So, I mean, it kind of, you know, it's not just about who the bargain plays are. It's um, it's, it's pricing differentials that you see from one site to the other that if you do play on both, and you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure most people do. You know, I mean, you'll you'll lean one side one site over the other, but you know, I, I feel like also like you know, if you sit there and you're doing your research and you're like, oh yeah, I got all these guys here for DraftKings and building my lineup, blah blah blah, and then the next thing you know is like guys who you weren't even gonna think about touching on DraftKings. Wow, this this guy's a, actually a good solid play on FanDuel because of the pricing. Yeah, when I do the value vote, I try to not, not for NBA, not put anyone above 6K. Um, you know, obviously, we're at the point of the year now where most of the value where you can go 7, 8, 9X is going to be those cheap guys, you know, from the 3K to 5K range. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's different for eSports too. Like, you know, there could be a guy who you think's of value in 8K, but I don't feel like he fits in the value vote for NBA at least. No, I got you. If you don't think he's going to turn around that kind of a, a profit, then no, then he doesn't belong in the value vault. That's I mean, he thing. could, but if he's 8K, I mean, I think people kind of are aware of that, right? He's high priced. So, I well, mean, an NBA, look, in NBA, I guess the difference is in the NBA, 
minutes matter. So if you're getting a guy at 4,000 that all of a sudden is starting and going to play a prominent role, I mean, that's the guy that, that can give you 8, 9, 10x. So right. I think it's just common this time of the year, especially with so many guys out that I guess it's a little different for the NBA. But yeah, and I'm telling you, man, you would you would be surprised. And I'll say this: there's, there's it's something that that we see in fantasy sports all the time. We're in the industry; we eat, sleep, and breathe all this stuff, right? There are people out there who, you know, like the stuff that we that that we'll take for granted, like you being like, yeah, it's all about the minutes, and it's all about you know, you want a guy who's going to seven eight x his value, and and this and that. And there are people out there who really who don't look at it that way, who are are just they're not capable of looking at it that way and and you know so that you know that's that's the whole reason why you uh you come to it now i mean listen a, a game like the nba you know i mean you you, just, you need to throw a fucking caveat onto onto the top of a, of a value vault article you know i i you know i i i wrote this at this time right and uh and and therefore you know, this was this was my process as of this time. You need to check and make sure that, you know, A, these guys are in the lineups. B, what I'm saying in this write-up is true. Yes, use this guy. He's going to see mad minutes if this person is out, if this other person is scratched. If, you know, the, 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 the guy on the other team uh, is also going to be out. Like, I mean, you know, you kind of have to, put these qualifiers on, on a lot of them. If you're going to put, if you're going to publish the content early, but you publish that content early and it does put somebody onto a guy who they might not have looked at. And then if the playbook comes out or the core plays come out and, uh, and that guy's in there, well, then you've just kind of solidified the thought. You're like, Oh shit. All right. So Ronis wrote this dude up in the value vault and Grande's on the playbook and he was all in on him also. And that just kind of solidifies the play. Okay. You know, just throwing that out there. No, but I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is that, you know, all, all sports are different. And, you know, I think what we're seeing at the NBA now, I mean, this is, I mean, we saw, you know, start, we, we saw it last year. And now it's like, it's, it's even worse. It's gradually gotten worse over the last three seasons, you would say. What would you say? Yeah. Three seasons? Yeah. So, yeah, it's gradually gotten that way. Now, for MLB, I can put the value vault out at, at noon for 7 o'clock games, and that, you know, that just that puts people who are, who are doing research onto a different player. And then you can look at the, the content later on and see what the playbook says, what the core plays say, <clears throat> and if that, that kind of matches up. But I mean, I get what you're saying that, you know, you somebody reads the value vault at three o'clock in the afternoon and sets their lineup. I mean, listen, nobody should be playing DFS. Nobody should be, especially NBA DFS. If you don't have the hour before lineup lock free. Yeah, I've said that for years, especially NBA. Yeah. I mean, if you're fucking if you got to pick up your kids and you got to cook dinner and, you know, you, you got to you know, do whatever it is that you got to do. You're driving home from work, whatever the case may be. If you don't have that hour free, that's not even just to tinker with your lineup. It's just to sit and, you know, stay, stay in tune with the news and, uh, and do it that way. Then, then you really, then you shouldn't be playing. 
you shouldn't be playing. Even even the NFL, we deal with like late scratches every once in a while in the NFL. Like you could do all your research throughout the entire week, but if you're not sitting there, but you know, from noon Eastern to 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, glued to the news, then then tear up your money, just burn it, set it on fire. Yeah, that is absolutely true. I mean, even with baseball now, we're, we're, we're getting some scratches. I mean, especially with illnesses and COVID. So you do need to pay attention a little bit more in baseball. Yeah, we are starting. Pitcher scratch. I mean, Ross Stripling scratch today. We've had a pitcher scratch every day this week. Rodona Monday with illness. Uh-huh. Uh, Kyle Hendricks. And then today, Ross Stripling due to injury. Stripling due to injury, and then how about the the Astros? Right, yeah. you're like I mean, all, yeah, that... you're, you're you're all in on McCullers, and then you realize that he's not going to get any fucking run support because half the team's out with COVID. He sucked anyway. He couldn't even get out of the freaking uh, fourth inning. Was it? Let me see. Yeah, man, against the Tigers, bro. Three and two thirds, four hits, three runs, three walks, three Ks, eighty seven pitches. Come on, bro. And the bases are loaded. Oh no, someone hit a home run for the Phillies. Gene Segura. Damn it. Ooh. Ooh. <sighs> it's two to one, Mets. Still, I'm in there. I'm in there, Adam. The perfect. Wow, Peterson has eight Ks. Holy shit. The perfect day is en route, my friend. Oh, man. Those are two more runs against McCullers, right? It's five nothing Tigers. Shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm having a bad day like you. Thanks for bringing me along. Right, my my pleasure. There's there's always room in the car here. Hop on in, baby. Jump on in. The water's warm. Yeah, dude. It was. Did you see, I I put a tweet out the other day. I was like, let, please let's not ruin the uh, let's not lose the irony here. Uh, that in the barf league, I had both Jesus Lizardo and Blake Snell <laughs> go the other night, and uh, I think I got McCullers on that team too. Nothing like walking out of a draft being like, yeah, boy, got Blake Snell, Lance McCullers, Jesus Lizardo. Uh, I don't know how they all let me get Trevor Rosenthal as my top closer. Fucking killing it, dude. I am killing it. Yeah, I have McCullers and Lizardo on that NFBC online championship team, which fell out of first place probably now because of that shit. I got kicked. To the, you're worried about what place you're in right now here? Less no. than two weeks into the season? Nah. Okay. Just but I like, I like seeing the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I like looking at myself in the standings. <laughs> well, I haven't checked labor lately because I've been last, so I don't want to look. Oh. Hopefully the next time I look, I, I've moved up a little bit. Um, yeah, I gotta, I haven't even, I haven't even looked to see where I was in, uh, in labor today. Where am I in labor today? Oh, climbing up the standings, baby. Climbing up. Ronald Acuna, dude. That dude has just been carrying my fucking team. Great. Carrying. Joe Smith came in and allowed every runner that McCullers had on base to score. That's just dog shit. That is, oh man, do I have, I think I got McCullers in this league here as well. Let's, let's take a look. 
No, I got but, McCullers in the main event, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this team. Yeah, baby. Uh, right? Lizardo, McCullers. Musgrove so didn't good. make it out of the fifth? Jeez, what is going on tonight, man? But we should have known, right? He threw a no-hitter, and then revenge against the Pirates. Can't get through uh, five innings. Right? That's the Pirates being like, ah, the reverse revenge game narrative works every time, Adam. Ah, look at Gregory Polanco, a home run and a steal. I only had right? him active in one line. I think I caught him in a couple leagues already. <laughs> you know, for as much as I say, like, oh, I got this guy late, like Peralta, Trevor Rogers. I they're they're war ones I've missed so far. Polanco's one of them. Josh Rojas. Oh my god, I've been holding oh, on. Oh, dude, I'm holding on for one more week, but I think it might be time to let go this weekend. I convinced Brian Ambrose. I'm like, yeah, let's just hold on for one more week. And uh, I think the discussion this week is going to be, all right, we can cut him now, right? Like, yeah, we can. <laughs> oh, right? And that's going to that's gonna hurt, too, because if, if he does break out of it, I mean, it's just there, there is the talent. But the playing yeah. time is the issue now, though. I mean, he hasn't been starting. So and with Kettle Marte out uh-huh. and aren't they out? Isn't someone else missing, too? I feel um, I don't think so. Well, he's just, but he's not getting the playing time. Are they off today? No, they play tonight, right? They can't be off today. Why don't uh, I see them here? No, they're off today. What the hell? Yeah, Arizona's Wednesday? off, and um, and Oakland is off today. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's a weird schedule to start the year with off days on Sunday and Wednesday. Like, come on, man. How about Zach Plesac? Six earned runs in two thirds of an inning right now. I'm cool with that because I didn't want him this year. Me neither. Look at you. But it doesn't <laughs> It doesn't help that it, it was Mercedes with the home run. I really needed to be Moncada. Uh, he has one for one with a run in a ribby, so I'll take that. Yeah, come on. Pigs get fat. Hogs get fat. And Rodon is on the mound. Yep. So, get, but getting all that, he's getting all that run support so that he can win the game 6-5. to five. Just get the W. In fact, I think I actually, uh, I think I wound up benching him though in two leagues because he went from two starts to one. Um, I know in one league I put Trevino in instead of him, and he already got a save, so I'm okay with it. Um, and then I think in the main I took Rodon out too. Oh well, well he sh- hopefully he'll get a two start week next week. Now pitching on Wednesday, but yeah, don't mess this up, man. Don't mess this up, Rodon. Uh, I'll try not to, Adam, but I kind of suck. Yeah, but but yesterday and today, we've seen some pitchers get blown up, man. Yeah, we have. We've seen a lot of pitchers get blown up. It's fucking brutal. Brutal. What happened to this team here of mine? Jesus. I'm I'm done, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm going to I'm going to go like rip massive, massive bong hits. And and I'm gonna try and be asleep by 8 p.m. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I hope you're able to do that. Right? Wouldn't it be wonderful? You know, my wife went to acupuncture, so she's actually gonna come home and she's gonna be like all chill and mellow. That means I can be all chill and all mellow, and uh, yeah, and not have to worry about anything. Cause, yeah. And you know what? I'll tell you what, man. And see, this is this is what what's cool about my wife is like I could sit there and I can tell her flat out. I can just be like, listen, I had a really shitty day. I don't want to talk about it. You can ask me a hundred times, 
you know, what happened today that I just didn't and I don't want to talk about. And she'll leave me alone. She'll well, be like, okay, good. no problem. You know, we'll like, we'll sit, we'll eat. She'll let me smoke. I'll like just kind of chill and, and then I'll kind of like work out of it on my own. And, and I don't have to say anything about it. Like that's, that's what marriage is all about. Well, yeah, if you can find that, there's a lot of people that don't get that. Oh, what are you thinking? Yeah. What are you thinking? Why won't you talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> Rub my uh, feet. No, you rub my feet. Well, see, you know what? Actually, I mean, I actually don't mind that. It depends. I mean, like, in, if I'm in a shitty mood, then I'm not going to do it. But if I'm, like, just sitting there chilling on the couch and, and I'm, you know, just watching a movie or something like that, and I'm, like, super high, I'll rub her feet. I don't give a fuck. Because I know that it's, that's also going to help, like, keep her quiet, too. <laughs> There's always a motive. She won't. She won't ask me a million questions in the movie. What's he? What's he doing? What? Why are they doing that, honey? This is the first time I'm ever seeing this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen after this. I've never seen this, so why don't you just keep watching? <laughs> oh my God! God bless her. Oh, did I ever said? Did you ever see the impractical episode? Where Q was on this trolley in Disney, and they made him every time they said, "All right, you got to pull the emergency brake." He had to do it and ask like the stupidest thing. Did you ever see that one? No, uh, I got to oh send it God. to you, dude. That one was pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> dude, anytime it's uncomfortable. What did I, there was there was one episode where it was um, it was at like some tech company and oh. And the, he was like in the, the audience and he was like yes. heckling. Oh, that was um what's it? Mur. Right. And even the CEO who was like in on the whole thing got pissed off about it. Yeah, no, that was a good one. He's like there taking off his sneaker and they were calling security and he's like, Oh, I'm on Slack too. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. Security. That was he's like, I'm on Slack too. I see what you guys are saying. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Because the guy in front of him was getting pissed. I thought uh, I thought somebody was gonna take swings. Yeah, it was pretty bad, man. He's taking <laughs> off his sock and touching his feet and sipping on soup and making noises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that's that's exactly that's what I need. That's how I need to end my day. I need Definitely. to stop watching fucking baseball right now because I've been sitting in front of it all day long. Um Although I do really want to watch this Mets game. No offense to you, Adam, but I, I did take Phillies in the money line here. Well, yeah, because you saw Wheeler versus Peterson. I did. I saw Wheeler versus Peterson. I saw what historically a lot of these Phillies do against Peterson, and it was a, a fairly easy pay. It would be funny that it would be the one that I lost today, right? Minus 118 on the DK Sportsbook. So we'll have to see about that. Do you see my props today? My props crushed, dude. Yeah, so great. It was so easy. I like. I it's got never a, easy, bro. It's always easy after you win. I know. Well, you know what? You know what? I told you. Like, it, like you know, Servo hit me up, and it was like three in the morning my time, and you know, asked to cover that, and I was like, "Fuck," you know. I mean, like, totally just changed around my whole day because, and then I had to like get up and like research everything, and. I was planning on like not having to deal with that today. I was just going to get up. I was going to do the value vault article. 
was going to prep for the show. It was going to be, you know, a nice day like that. And uh, and so I ended up having to do it. And, and you know, <laughs> my props, it was too funny. Vladimir Guerrero, it was all uh, over one and a half bases for the day. So it was Vladimir Guerrero Jr., plus 125 at Bet MGM. Juan Soto. Plus 120 bet MGM and then Trout minus 105. Right. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going with all the chalk guys here today and booyah. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Right. And then, and, and then, you know, yeah, then I doubled my, uh, my, my investment on DFS <laughs> after working 27 hours on a fucking lineup. I hate it, dude. I'm so sick of it. You'll probably change your mind tomorrow. Um, no, like, see, here's the thing is that I, I won't. I actually won't change my mind about baseball DFS, MLB DFS, or NBA DFS for that matter either. I mean, I love football. Like, I love betting on games for football also. Um, and, you know, I actually enjoy, I enjoy building a DFS lineup more than I like NFL props. You know, and you're sitting there and you're like, oh, 67 and a half yards. You know, is he going to get it? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I I actually prefer to build the DFS lineup that way, you know, as opposed to doing that. For baseball, totally different. I am the complete opposite. Complete opposite. Yeah, I've always said you got to find what you like to do best and just stick with it. So if you feel that the player props is the way to go, then just do it. Oh, and I will. I will. And I'm gonna. And I'm gonna. Um, let's see. Anything from the MLB world that uh, we should talk talk to our public about? Oh, yeah. You know what? So Julian Merriweather hits the, D- the IL, right, with the hip issue, right? How many people out there you think dropped Jordan Romano? I can't think many did, but I guess and it's possible. Yet, Adam, more- the numbers are staggering. Really? Couldn't believe it either. We I say this every single year. If you're chasing saves on the waiver wire and you've got a guy who comes in and gets a save, don't go dropping the other guy from the bullpen because there's no guarantee that this dude's going to hold on to the job. Like, you know, listen, Merriweather could have been not even a health issue. It could have just been that, you know, he got rocked three, you know, three outings in a row. And Charlie Montoya is like, all right, fuck this. And, you know, let me give it back to, to Jordan Romano. If you're chasing saves, you cannot, you know, drop the, uh, the, the closer or the former closer until you legit see that the guy who he's repla- who's replacing him has the job locked down, like completely locked down. Well, especially since they, ne- they never named Merriweather the closer. We are all assuming that he was because he came in. And we even talked about it last week or the first week, how Romano was being used in the high leverage situation. He was brought in to face like the top of the Yankee order once. So it was never a clear cut. I mean, did I put bids on him and win him? Yeah, because I was kind of desperate in a couple leagues. I got him in TGFBI because I had lost Kirby Yates. Now, fortunately, I was I drafted Jake McGee, who's been – Money in the bank, another save today. Uh, but I felt like, all right, it's a 15-team league. I need to get a second closer. 
And I also got Merriweather in the NFBC online championship. Not as much money, though. Only spent 89. Uh, and I didn't think I'd win them, but they were a little conservative in that league. Um, so, yeah, it depends on the situation. I, I don't... I, I guess I'll have to check when I do waivers. I know Romano's not available in my home league because we run waivers tonight. I did a quick check before, and he wasn't there. But, yeah, Romano should have never been dropped because they never officially named Merriweather the closer, and there was still a chance Romano would get 10, 15 saves. And he's probably the guy now. Maybe they mix in Rafael Dolis a little bit. Again, especially if they say we want Romano for the eighth against the three, four, five hitters. So maybe we see Dolis, and he pitched the ninth today in a tie game. Uh, but Romano did pitch yesterday. I don't remember how many pitches he threw. I don't know if he threw the day before. But, yeah, I mean, if Romano's available, you've got to get him now. I mean, we don't even know how long Merriweather's going to miss. And that's the one thing, too, Merriweather has had problems staying healthy in the past. Um, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, the dude had Tommy John. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's definitely uh, – that, that's not the uh, the bastion of health, but – Oh man, I just uh, it was crazy, crazy. How many people were like dropping him? Should I pick Romano back up? No, don't, don't, don't fucking pick him back up. What are you, idiot? Because you're only gonna yeah. drop him again. Or, or for the same token, they're like, should I drop Merriweather and pick up Jordan Romano? He's on my waiver wire. You can pick up Jordan Romano, yeah, but I wouldn't be dropping Merriweather yet either. Not until well, you get like a. Full diagnosis on this guy. Yeah, hopefully you have IL spots, but if you don't, then you might have to make tough decisions. Yes, like if you're in a 10-team league and you have no IL spots, yeah, you can drop them. Yeah. 15-teamer, three IL spots, you might still want to hold them. You might. You might. Yeah, I mean, until... For a little bit. Like, you know, that's kind of what I did with Rosenthal. I was waiting. Oh, yeah, the surgery. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's done. Cut him. Yeah. Well, that's why I haven't... <laughs> I still haven't let go of Eloy Jimenez. Ah, uh, and I cut him in the main event. We got seven reserve spots, no injured lists. Oh, well, yeah. All right. You have no injury. I'm, I I have him in tout wars. Oh, yeah. And Unlimited eye out. But, you, you know, you can get your fab back. You I can, can get, get my fab back up until June the 14th or the 15th. The, so the full full amount till that date? Yep. Okay, because I already put in for Paxton yesterday. Once I saw he was getting surgery, I'm like, all right, Paxton. I don't even see if they even posted how much I get. And I'm kind of waiting on Rosenthal. Uh, I don't think he comes back, though. But that'll be another guy that I send. I hope I don't have to do it for Tatis, please. <laughs> I hope he's able to play. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> As I'm like sitting here talking to you, I've got like a million people are also now messaging me about tomorrow's MLB. I don't even want to talk about tomorrow's MLB right now. Why do I want to talk about tomorrow's MLB? And I don't see how the Mets play tomorrow. The weather is there are 12, 10 p.m. Eastern start and... The weather forecast is terrible. It's starting. To, it's going to start to rain 4 or 5 a.m., 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. is 80%. From 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. is 90, 100, 190, and then even 8 o'clock, uh, 60% chance. 
the Mets have to travel to Colorado. So, and it's a division team that they can make up later. So, but it's the Mets, and we saw what they did last week. So, yeah, but still, I mean, do you I really... don't see how they play unless unless the weather changes. It could absolutely change between now and then. I see it all the time. I'm like looking. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, looks like I'm not going to do this, and then it does rain. So it's possible. I'm telling you this forecast here on Wednesday night, so it's possible to change, but it doesn't look good. Yeah, you know, and I'm kind of curious to see what happens with tomorrow also because you've got, you know, I mean, the Orioles are, are supposed to be playing a doubleheader, but the weather isn't great there still. Uh, the Mets, you're dealing with that. Uh, Pittsburgh, um, yeah, it should be interesting to see. Huh. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I gotta tell you, I, these split slates are driving me up a wall here, from a from a from a work standpoint, from a coverage standpoint. You know, yeah. it's like ugh, it's probably know. gonna change because it's early in the year, afternoon baseball. I think it'll probably go back to normal. I'm guessing next week. I know Monday you got that early 11 a.m. Boston game. Wow, yeah, that's the I mean, only that's, day. Yeah, game. that's the um the the Patriots day. They do yeah. that every year. Okay, wow. So next week, so that's the only day game. Tuesday, the first game is four ten p.m. Eastern. Wednesday, I'm sure there's a lot of day baseball. Yeah, there's one, two, yeah, some afternoon baseball, which is normal on a Wednesday. Next Thursday, there's two afternoon games only, and I'm sure next Friday there's none. Oh, just the Cubs at two twenty p.m. So yeah, I think we're gonna start to get back to to normal. Dear Lord, I hope so, man, because I got to tell you, it is. Why is there a Tigers-Royals game at 1.10 p.m. Eastern on Monday, April 26th, man? Come on. <laughs> I don't mind day baseball, but on a Monday, I hate that one game at one because, you know, not as many sites now, but there are some that lock first pitch. Actually, you know what? I don't have any anymore that don't because Tout Wars, you can actually change for the individual game. There is a way to do it. It was in the past. You couldn't, but you can now. Okay, so it's, I guess it's not that bad. Yeah. All right. Well, we shall see. I'm 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 so defeated right now. I'm so defeated, Adam. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Well, is there a Dunkin' Donuts near you? Is there what? A Dunkin' Donuts near you. There is a Dunkin' Donuts near. Oh well, today do you have the app? No, I mean, uh, I, no, I don't have the app. What I was going to say, because if you purchase a beverage today, you get a free donut. So maybe that'll cheer you up. Well, if I'm going to fucking Dunkin' Donuts, dude, I'm getting a dozen. <laughs> I forgot who I'm talking to. Right? Like, I'm, I, guy, I'm sorry. I drowned my sorrows in food. The guy who cares less about his health and is going to live till 90. <laughs> I am not going to live till 90. You are, bro. I'm not. I'm gonna kill myself before that. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it. Well, I think you probably at 89 just to fuck with me and be like, Ronis, you were wrong." Oh that yeah, dude, easily, easily. But uh, you know, I mean, are you gonna be alive at 89? Probably not. Well, when I'm 89, you're you're how old? How many years younger are you? Uh, I turned 43 on Monday. You, yeah, so you're like you're like seven, eight, almost eight years younger than me. Yeah, I don't. Eighty-two. Oh my god, I don't. It's a long way away. It's another thirty-nine years. Shit. Right. Right. Exactly. There. Do you want to be alive for all that time now? It depends. If I'm in, honestly, if I'm in good shape and I'm not like 
and I can walk and still function, I don't mind it. When I see some of the older people who really struggle and it's sad, man, like I, I don't want to live like that. So if I'm still like functioning and everything's pretty good and I could see and appreciate and watch sports, yeah, I wouldn't mind. And maybe I have a nice nurse that takes care of me and, you know, she gets a little oh, freaky with me. Oh, <laughs> daddy wants the night nurse. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, if I'm still... Night there's nurse. a level. I mean, you see it. You see people and I'm just like, I just feel bad. I'm like, damn, what kind of life is that? Only you can quench this jaw thirst. Exactly. My night nurse. Time for a sponge bath. I just gave you one 10 minutes ago. I know, but I'm getting dirty. <laughs> I just I soiled my I just soiled <laughs> myself on purpose. I, there's dust all over me. There was a bug that just landed on me. I need to get clean. <laughs> oh, look at that. It's my only laugh of the day there. So you know there you what? Go. We're ending oh, it on a high I note. Get out. No, got under it. Damn it. I thought Conforto got it. Damn it. Oh, I don't want. I don't. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear anti Philly stuff right now. You I'm should be rooting there. for your your partner to have another undefeated day. No, nah, I'm rooting for Conforto to start hitting, bro. Ah, Dude, that. the Mets and the Yankees man Screw can't fucking Conforto. score, bro. See, I wanted to end it on a high note because you made me laugh, and now you just like you just took that away from me too. That's the story of my <laughs> life right there. Bobuchet. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Adam Ronas. I hate you so much. <laughs> oh my God. All right. That's gonna do it for us today. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go drown my sorrows in a sea of cannabis right now. I'm gonna like, take all the cannabis oil that I can find and I'm gonna put it all I'm just gonna drizzle it all over my face. I'm gonna drop it into my eyeball so it gets into the bloodstream nice and fast. Oh yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do, Adam. So enjoy your night, my friend. I hope you have a wonderful evening. Um, may all your lineups cash if you play DFS. May all your bets hit if you bet any money. Thank you, man. Um, seems like a lot of my props are in the later games, so. Uh... Yeah, no real sweat slot yet. All right. Well, there you go. So, I got nothing to sweat but but Zach Wheeler, so we'll see what happens there. Um, again, like I said, I'm going to be comatose in about an hour. So, that's going to do it for us here on Anti-Hub. <laughs> I'm so sorry, people. I'm so sorry. Uh, but for Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.